on today's Mentally Stronger Friday Fix. A lack of boundaries damages relationships. The other person has to guess what you need. When they guess wrong, you might feel uncomfortable or grow resentful of their behavior. Setting a boundary can be the kindest thing you can do for yourself and someone else. Welcome to Mentally Stronger. I'm Amy Morin, psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international best-selling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to the Friday Fix Edition. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. And the fun part is we record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Make sure to subscribe to us so you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm talking about boundaries. They're vital to the health of our relationships, but they're often hard to set if you're not used to doing it. And there are a lot of misconceptions out there about boundaries. It's healthy to set them with your friends, your colleagues, your parents, your kids, and even with your partner. In fact, my soon-to-be-released book, 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do, has a whole chapter on boundaries. I've actually been reading the audiobook all week this week. I included info on boundaries because it's important to set them with your partner, but it's equally important to work with your partner to set boundaries that protect your relationship from the outside world. As a therapist, though, I see how there are a lot of misconceptions about boundaries, and sometimes people make mistakes that hurt their relationships. Before we dive into those boundary mistakes, though, let's talk about what boundaries really are and why we need them. A boundary is a rule that you set about how you're going to allow other people to treat you but you're really setting the rule for yourself, not for other people. You might decide, I'm not gonna let my sister speak negatively to me anymore. Or I'm not gonna say yes to things just because people try to make me feel guilty. There are different kinds of boundaries. A physical boundary might involve leaving an event where you don't feel comfortable. An emotional boundary could involve saying, I'm not comfortable sharing information about my relationship right now when somebody tries to pry. Or a financial boundary might be saying no to somebody who asks you to borrow money. Boundaries teach other people how you expect to be treated. So when it comes to setting boundaries, here are seven things you don't want to do. Mistake number one is not setting boundaries in the first place. Sometimes it doesn't even occur to people to set boundaries. Most commonly because it was never modeled for them about how to do it. But more often, I see people who are afraid because they don't want to be mean or they think it's selfish. So they don't set boundaries because they don't want to damage the relationship. But look at it this way. It's actually a lack of boundaries that damages relationships. If you don't set a boundary, the other person has to guess what you're okay with. And when they guess wrong, you might feel uncomfortable or grow resentful of their behavior. Setting a boundary can be the kindest thing that you can do for yourself and for somebody else. You might feel really guilty at first or kind of anxious if you say no to somebody or when you speak up and say what you mean, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't set a boundary. A boundary will help you feel better in the long term. And if you complain a lot about somebody, like a coworker who comes into your office and talks forever, that's a sign that you need a boundary. Or if you're growing resentful of somebody that you think asks too much from you, or you start avoiding somebody altogether, those are signs that you need a boundary too. 
Mistake number two, apologizing for your boundaries. Don't be sorry for taking care of yourself. Setting a boundary is a really nice thing to do. You're teaching somebody else how you expect to be treated and you're modeling how to take care of yourself. If it's become a habit though to apologize, try saying thank you instead. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, I have to leave right now. Say, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. It's healthy to apologize when you make a mistake, but you don't need to feel bad for taking care of yourself. You demonstrate self-respect when you unapologetically insist that you're worth it. Mistake number three is automatically announcing your boundaries. People often say, you have to communicate your boundaries. And while it's true in some respects, you don't have to communicate them with your words. Sometimes the most effective thing you can do is show people your boundaries. So rather than say to your sister-in-law, I'm not going to answer the phone during the workday, just don't answer. Or instead of announcing that you dislike the fact that everyone is drinking at a family function, just pack up and leave. Your boundaries are about keeping your inner peace, not about telling other people to change their behavior. This is the first time in my life when I haven't had a pet. Up until two years ago, I had Jackson, a 19-year-old Himalayan cat, and Fiona, a 17-year-old English Springer Spaniel. Both of them lived on the sailboat and adjusted pretty well to life on the water. I miss them, and I look forward to getting another pet when the time is right. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of the family, and you want the best for them no matter what. But vet bills can really add up. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com stronger. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com stronger. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com stronger. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency, LIM. Do you want to get high-quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger and use code STRONGER to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Mistake number four is using boundaries to try to control someone else. 
Boundaries are meant to help you manage your life, not to control somebody else's. But it's easy to get those things mixed up. Sometimes as a well-meaning person, you might create a rule more out of your concern for somebody rather than a concern for yourself. If you're going to set a boundary, make sure it's about protecting your inner peace, not about trying to force someone else to change. I'll give you a quick example. I had a therapy client who allowed her adult son to move back home when he was going through a divorce. He sometimes stayed out late with his friends or his coworkers. So she told him that he needed to be home by 10 o'clock every night because when he came in late at night, it woke her up. So he agreed that he wouldn't come home late anyway. On the nights when he went out with his friends, he just stayed on their couch instead of coming home. And she was really upset by this. So we took a closer look at what was going on and we uncovered her deeper purpose in setting a boundary in the first place. She actually didn't care if her son came home late. It wasn't because he woke her up. It was because she was lonely. So she had set that boundary that she thought would make him come home earlier and then she wouldn't feel lonely. Her boundary was an attempt to manipulate him and it didn't work out for her in the end. That's what happens when our boundaries are more about trying to change somebody else's behavior. They often backfire. So make sure your boundaries are about keeping your inner peace. It's up to you to abide by your own boundaries, not try to force other people to change their behavior. Mistake number five, being too rigid with your boundaries. It's important to have boundaries, but having too many or sticking to them at all costs isn't healthy either. Healthy relationships need compassion, empathy, and compromise. So that means your boundaries can be flexible sometimes. You don't want to say, I'm never going to answer the phone after 10 p.m., as there may be an exception to the rule. But sometimes I hear people say, I set that boundary, so now I have to stick to it no matter what. And there's definitely value in sticking to boundaries, but don't be so rigid about it that it actually becomes detrimental to you. Mistake number six. Setting boundaries when you feel really emotional. We've probably all said something outrageous that we didn't really mean just because we were upset. Like when you feel frustrated and you say, ugh, I'm never going to talk to that person again. But you don't really mean that. I've worked with plenty of parents in my therapy office who have said things like, I'm going to throw your bike away if you can't put it back in the garage. But then they realize they didn't really want to follow through with throwing the bike away. It was just more like an empty threat that they made when they were frustrated. If you say something that you don't mean just because you're upset, go back and apologize and then share a boundary that you intend to keep. Like in the case of a bicycle, you might say, I'll take your bike away for a week, not throw it away forever. So when your emotions are high, whether you're really angry or really anxious, don't set a boundary. Wait until you're calm. And if you do make a boundary that you aren't actually going to keep, by all means, step up and explain yourself and apologize if necessary. But consider this. Boundaries are rarely an emergency. You can usually think about them until you're calm. In the event of an urgent situation, you can always make a temporary decision. You might say, for right now, I'm going to hold off on loaning you any money until I have a little more time to think about it. And remember, just because somebody else says their situation is an emergency doesn't mean that you have to act fast. And mistake number seven, setting a boundary that you can't uphold. I work with a lot of people who are contemplating a boundary. 
and they might even be feeling pressure to set it. So they go ahead and make a boundary, but they aren't emotionally ready to uphold it. I'll give you an example. I worked with a mom whose teenage daughter had quit college and she wasn't working. The mom knew her daughter was smoking a lot of marijuana and struggled with mental health issues. But the mom was getting pressure from other relatives to kick her daughter out. And she was told she was enabling her by allowing her to stay. So she told her daughter if she didn't get a job within the week, she had to leave. But when the week was up, her daughter hadn't even tried looking for a job yet. So the mom said, oh, there's no way I can kick her out. She has no place to go. She wasn't emotionally ready to set that boundary. So in the therapy office, we decided to work on finding a boundary that she was emotionally ready to set. Currently, she was giving her daughter money every week. Her daughter had said it was for gas so she could go look for a job, but the mom knew she was really just using it to buy marijuana. So the first boundary was to stop giving her money. She could apply for jobs online or her mother could drive her to go look for a job if that's what she really wanted to do. So start with a boundary that you're ready to enforce. You can always tighten your boundaries later or establish another one when you feel ready to do so. But most boundaries can be taken one small step at a time if you're not emotionally ready to enforce a bigger one. So those are seven common boundary mistakes to avoid. Avoiding boundaries altogether, apologizing for your boundaries, automatically announcing them, using boundaries to try and control somebody else's behavior, being too rigid with your boundaries, setting them when you're really emotional, and setting a boundary that you aren't ready to uphold. Now, I know boundaries are tough to set sometimes, and they often feel more like an art than a science. So when you make a mistake, give yourself grace and cut yourself some slack as you work on creating the boundaries that will help you become the strongest and best version of yourself. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing more about boundaries and mental strength, send them a link to this episode. You could help someone feel better and grow stronger. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to the Mentally Stronger podcast. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who recorded my audiobook, 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do, Nick Valentine. <laughs>